Well, we're in a lovely sunny Pole Hill Garden Centre and I'm with Sue Spike who has the County Chronicle magazine. Do you like to introduce yourself and your role with the magazine? Well yes, hello Darren. Um, my name is Sue as you just mentioned and um, in lockdown 2020 I started um, or I launched the County Chronicle magazine. Uh, I worked for County Border Newspaper and Biggin Hill News before that but uh, unfortunately they decided to close all of their regional offices and therefore I was made redundant and thinking what, what will I do next and I so loved what I was doing and I so didn't want to give up that kind of um, you know role that I decided to do it myself so I launched a 16 page magazine in lockdown in August 2020. And we have before us here the um, the Royal Coronation issue, uh, which is May 1, and that's made it up to 48 pages. Progress. It is. It, it is progress because uh, I started on a 16 page. I went to all my um, beloved loyal advertisers and asked if they would support me um, and they all said of course we will. So uh, yes, August 2020 the County Chronicle was born. It used to be the Chronicle. It Before that it was the Edenbridge Chronicle and it was actually um, launched in 1905 so it has a long history uh, and it's just evolved over time and um, at present I am now the um, the owner and editor of the County Chronicle as it was rebranded. Oh, I didn't realise it had that heritage to it. Yes, yeah, it's, it goes back a long way. Started as a little, um, you know, little black and white newspaper mm. really. Uh, the people of Edenbridge absolutely love it because they've, through the, the ages, it's evolved with them. And so sometimes they think of it as their paper even though it now covers seven or eight different areas. Mm. No, Edenbridge is um, part of the belt of, I call it a belt of places to the south of Bromley, which uh, you mainly cover. Uh, and Edenbridge, I've been there quite a few times. Um, they're uh, Guy Fawkes Night. Um, yes. they're, I, I, I used to keep up with who they're burning each year yes. uh, on, on top of that. Any idea who they've had recently? I'm pretty sure they had Donald Trump a while ago. Yes, they did, yeah. Mm. Yes, they've had quite a few different sort of. Heroic, <laughs> heroic. Is that the right word? Anti-heroic. Well-known <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well people. Yes. So, um, yeah, yeah. Edenbridge love it. They don't have um, particularly much in the way of local newspapers in that area, um, as opposed to some of the other areas that I cover that are very well, you know, fed by mm. by different local advertisers and newspapers and we all we all brush along really well there's room for all of us uh, we all find our own niche well um, you've got um, distribution because it says so on the cover um, in Seven Oaks, Edenbridge, Oxted, Westerham, uh, Godston, Lingfield and Biggin Hill yeah. which is where you encroach on Bromley yeah. because that's where I first found this in the Biggin Hill Mo uh, Memorial Museum yes. and uh, this copy is in there now because I was in there a couple of nights ago at 40s dance Yes, yes, we top up quite a lot in the mm. Biggin Hill Cafe and, um, you know, in the library and lots of different places around Biggin Hill because we find um, very much the same with Biggin Hill. They tend to need an outlet for, you know, for what they're doing in their events and because this magazine is lifestyle and events driven, uh, we find it's picked up very well 
around all the areas because they're all within a 10 mile radius of each other it's you know everything that's in there is something that people can you know, aspire to do or to read about and you know that kind of thing so well, I really like it. Um, two reasons. Uh, one is it is genuine community magazine. People can pick it up and learn stuff that's of value to them that isn't just advertising. Although that's in there too, it's got its value, obviously. The second one is that I think um, we're on our, about our fourth month of a regular Bromley Buzz column. So thank you for inviting <laughs> us to have that in there and to talk about the stuff we encounter on the podcast and the positive things around Bromley. It's been great. You're most welcome. I mean, I've found it's gone down very well because um, people, are, especially in, around Biggin Hill, because obviously it's linked to Bromley, or is the Bromley Borough, but people just outside of it as well, always, you know, people from Seven Oaks, etc., they go into Bromley, they shop in Bromley, and, you know, they like to read about everything as well. And you've got some good you've got some good people writing that you're, you've written the story mm. I know Darryl, all the stories but uh, you know got a lot of interesting bits and bobs in there yes Bromley is very content rich yeah. but actually you were telling me that this extends down as far as Ashford yes um, that, really and truly I, I took on board the um, the animal retreat as one of the charities that I like to you know to support uh, and they're based in Ashford. It's a wonderful sanctuary for 12,000 animals. 1,200, yes. sorry. Very big. 1,200. It's still large. It's still a large number. <laughs> you know, you're not getting 1,200 in my garden. No, 1,200 animals. <laughs> well, more or less all of them mm. are farm, farmyard animals mm. and, and sheep and pigs and horses and chickens and everything you can think of that have been saved, really, um, for, you know, from sometimes from the the dinner table etc so um, you know they're living their best life down there now they've got their vegan cafe they've got a vegan shop and um, yeah, I like to put something in for them every month and they have they've had a lot of visitors thanks to the Chronicle because people love to mm. go and visit and read about read about the animals and go and visit them because they know them by name sometimes from the Chronicle because you know they they're introduced in that way and they found that donations have been coming in quite regularly and I feel like for me it's nice to have a bit of a legacy you know sometimes mm. you think what is the legacy of this magazine and I know for sure that this has helped them in a big way. In fact, some people have left money in their wills having in Edenbridge mm. because they've, they've read about it in the magazine, contacted the owner and said that's where they would like to leave the money. So for me, that one thing justifies the whole magazine, basically. Yeah, there is still a lot of value in a print magazine. Um, one of the ones... I encountered an old copy of Chiswell's Life magazine, mm -hmm. so that's in the heart of Bromley. Um, but they had an advert in there and some editorial around uh, the Hemsley Wildlife, uh, sorry, Hemsley Conservation Centre, uh, which is out yes. in Kent further. But that's got lemurs, porcupines, um, squirrel monkeys, yeah, exactly. tapir. Um, the, all these fantastic animals, a couple of which I never encountered before. I took uh, my daughter down there for her birthday, and it was wonderful. And without that local magazine, I wouldn't have even known it existed. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is why people like you are important. And actually, you were already answering the question before I got there, but are there any particular things along the way that you've been very proud of with what you've achieved since you started, 
crazily in the middle of a lockdown. <laughs> well, just that, I think. <laughs> when people say to me, you know, it was brave, I don't, I don't really think of it as brave because in my mind it was what I wanted to do. And when I set my mind on something, then I feel, you know, driven to achieve it. So that in itself was an achievement. Um, and I think because I like very much to support the local community and I feel through my magazine I can do that because I, I'm, I'm not an employee now, I am a decision maker mm. and that makes a huge difference because I can say to people, of course, you know, we'll give you space to, to talk about the things that you're passionate about and to, to actually, you know, get your word out there so yeah uh, it's nice to be able to make that decision and to actually produce the magazine in that way well I'm living proof of it because I'm writing in there myself and enjoying the process enormously oh, God. <laughs> uh, talking of process to people who aren't familiar with the world of editorial and magazines uh, tell me a little bit about how it starts out each month when you start to prepare the next issue up until the point of publication and distribution have an insight into that, please. So, um, I usually have a nice little week downtime in between, <laughs> sending a, a magazine to print and then obviously starting on the next one for it being published and then distributed. Uh, and then I would literally look at my forward bookings, uh, and we have a lot of regular uh, clients really, which I'm very grateful for, that, tech, that were with me all the way through my county mm. board news and into the Chronicle. Um, so I'd plot those, those all onto page plans and then build around it really, see how much more I need to get on the advertising front into the magazine to support the costs because it is a free magazine and so obviously the mm. advertisers pay for the production of it. Um, and then work around the editorial space as well. Uh, and then I do canvas the advertisers myself, I do vet all the editorial myself and then it all goes to a, a great guy called Dave Fox who has he was with us at County Border News uh, and he is now my design and person that puts everything together and we work quite you know we work by email phone mostly we only catch up occasionally but we've got to the stage now where he knows exactly how the magazine should look mm. and He's just brilliant. He does everything, puts it all together. And without him, well, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's amazing. Very understated guy. Doesn't blow his own trumpet, but I will <laughs> put a shout out to him because he's so, so good. So together, we, yeah, we work it together, really, and come up with the goods. And then you get eventually to the publication date. Yes, yes, send it all to the printers. Um, Dave does that, sends it all off, proofs it, sends it off. Uh, and then we wait for that week in between and uh, yeah, it, it comes delivered and goes out to my distributors. We do some door-to-door, -door, not full, fully door-to-door -door in every area, but we do part door-to-door -door and we do 30 to 40 drops, regular drops mm. to different places in the towns. Um, so yeah, and also uh, you've got the social media reach on Instagram and the website. Mm. So there's several ways of of looking at it. And what is the website? The website is thecountychronicle.co.uk. On which the magazine sits, in fact. Yes. Yeah. It does. You can leaf through it you virtually. Can. Yes, the last three editions are always online for you mm -hmm. to leaf through. Yeah. 
And uh, one of the things that you picked up along the way is a set of councillors who contribute. Yes, the Biggin Hill councillors, um, they contribute every month. We've got Melanie Stevens and Sophie Dunbar, and they do a monthly update, update on the town's news characters and antics, as they like to say. So, mm. um, yes, they started with a small column and then they said, oh, can we have a page? And I was like, go on then, <laughs> yes, mm. because then we found that they did have a lot to talk about. So, uh, yeah, so they have their, their, you know, their one page a month. Sometimes, you know, it's going to be two if there's an awful lot to to you know to get across to people there's a lot going on obviously with ULES and all that kind of thing at the moment that they're heavily involved in so um, yeah watch this space for their comments and antics <laughs> <laughs> so for yourself what are your own favorite themes that come up in the magazine uh, we always do the spotlights we find they're really popular so um, each town likes to have their own page or pages mm. so we have spotlights on Oxted spotlights on Edenbridge spotlights on Westrum spotlights on Biggin Hill um, because then people yeah they, they can just see it as, as instead of being part of a general mix of, of editorial they, they find mm. it quite nice to read and uh, then special features such as the women in business that we have this month uh, that's 24 different women showcasing their talents and skills within their each little section and, and a name to a face plus all of their details how you can contact them uh, and that we find goes down very well because people then feel that they know that person better and they may then you know like to go and meet them and talk to them about their business etc so Mm. That can sound very well. Yeah, and uh, actually, it should be 23 women plus you because uh, <laughs> you are the driver of this magazine and founder. I think I was in the Jubilee issue last year, and I and you know we had an we had an over overly amount of people wanting to be in it, and we we only had room for 24. So um, yeah, because of the success of it last year, um, yeah, it's. Um, no, I'm not included this time. <laughs> <laughs> so for those people who would like to advertise in it, and it's a nicely balanced magazine in terms of there's an awful lot of uh, the news, the events, the community stuff, features that aren't advertising. For those who um, would like to advertise in the magazine, um, could you tell us a bit about that side of thing and how they get in touch? Uh, to get in touch, um, all the details are actually on the website at thecountychronicle.co.uk um, or anybody could email me, at my, my email address is marketing at thecountychronicle.co.uk um, It's Sue, mm. <laughs> to, you know, or pick, pick up a magazine <laughs> from many of the distribution points. Well, I won't um, bandy figures right now, but I can tell the listeners that in my experience, which is fairly extensive now of magazines, the advertising is good value, especially the eighth of a page boxes, yes. I would say, for small and medium-sized businesses. Yes, um, I, I do try to keep the cost down because I realise very much so that, you know, with the cost of living at the moment, etc. And, you know, it's really nice to help local business etc to be able to promote their businesses without you know that too much stress on, on their pocket but in actual fact if I could do it for free I would love to but you know we all have to make a living and the cost of the production is you know what the advertisers 
put their money towards so it works by both ways really but I just I think I've found the right balance now you know that's not too expensive but still does the job. Could you, um, uh, we're coming to the end here but um, so we've got, we've got the May issue in front of us with the King and Queen on it um, and I know because we talked about it earlier on that the Bromley Buzz is getting a second double page feature yes, it's provided it I write it in time for the deadline which I will <laughs> um, can you uh, share any insights into the June issue what have you got up your sleeve do you know what the June issue because we had phenomenal amount of interest in going into the May edition because it was a special 48 mm. page edition. The June issue is um, a little bit quieter, mostly the regulars with their advertising. I've got to be honest, I've been, <laughs> been a bit lazy after the um, May edition <laughs> was so full on that I haven't actually been out doing any canvassing for new business or anything. So um, it'll probably be a quieter issue, but it will still have all of the content features from the Biggin Hill councillors, yourself with Bromley mm -hmm. Buzz, which is always interesting. Again, from the Retreat Animal Sanctuary, always something new to speak about, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, you've got Heaver Castle and all of those kind of things that have got so much going on that, that there's, it, you know, lots of things to do and uh, places to go for the yeah. summer. You've got some magnificent places, as you say, within the yes. uh, area you cover. And I was just at Chartwell for about the fourth time uh, the other day, sitting on a wall in the sun, making sure I didn't fall seven feet below into a, a bed of tulips. Yes. Uh, but it was such a beautiful day, a beautiful place, Winston Churchill's former home. Yes. Uh, and then there's Chiddingston Castle as well. Yes. I'm getting a bit monumental here, but well, um, there's the so many good places. Have a, uh, they have something to um, announce in this month's magazine Ooh. actually so yes mm. yes something very very uh, something that we have to congratulate them for so uh, i'll leave it there mm, <laughs> not, not entirely you don't in the sense of uh, if you let us know when the magazine's coming out with it yeah. uh, we will share it on the bromley buzzer in that week okay that would be real yeah. fun actually yes yeah. yes and on that rather mechanical note <laughs> i think um Paul here was telling us that it might be time to wrap up the episode for today. <laughs> so thank you very much, Sue Spike, okay, and the County Chronicle magazine. Thank you, it's been a pleasure.